Welcome, people of the internet. This is Geek Rating Review, where we talk about everything geek culture and geek related. My name is Jean Marc, and I talk. My name's Nick. We talk about food, too. I was born on Jean Marc because I'm his lowest brother, David. Are we doing like the actual intro? Just us starting it to be the intro. Um, I mean, I, I could we'll, always. We'll have a pre recorded intro, and then we can do like a stupid cold open. Yeah. Yeah, like, we could just roll into it. Because literally, no one knows anything about Nick or I. <laughs> yeah. So, Nick, go ahead. Start with the first topic. Isn't <laughs> 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 cool? I mean, I'm recording already, so... I'm a, I'm a fat, long-haired, bearded, spectacled nerd that uh, likes all kinds of stuff. Yes. Um, I've known Jamark for, like... 20 years? Probably, yeah. Uh, Somewhere 90, around there. 99, maybe? Yeah, whenever he showed Somewhere up around. in Midland, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we talked about nerdy stuff in PE lunch. That's it. That's, that's my history with Mr. Game Rating Review. Mm-hmm. And David was eighth grade when I was a senior? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. Hanging out with seniors and not knowing anyone in my class. <laughs> what a popular guy. Oh. I know. Hey, that, was, that was me in eighth grade. I did that. Oh. Really? Me oh. too. I was so cool in high school. Never got picked on once. Everyone liked me and had millions of friends. It was great. I, I did. I did things in high school that I don't talk about. <laughs> I don't do them anymore. Uh, topic, okay, my topic is, okay, movie related. Do you think this Charles Manson movie, when Tarantino's making, is going to be good? Um, is this the one with Brad Pitt in it? Yes. Um, Di- Di- DiCaprio, I think, too? Yeah, I think DiCaprio's in it, too. I don't know much about it. Um, if it is... Um, I have I'm of two camps. If it's just a basic true crime movie, I think Tarantino can't make that. That's true. Wait, he can't. He cannot make a, just a basic true crime movie. If it was a David Fincher movie, I'd be like, I'll be in line. I'll have advance tickets and all that. But if it's just like a goofy take on the Sharon Tate murders, that's scary because Tarantino is not known for treating women well in his movies. Wait, wait, wait. What are you even talking about? He's making a movie about the Sharon Tate murders. Oh, Charles, Charles it's called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yes. Are you sure that's what it's about? That's what it's about, buddy. Well, okay, here's a description I found. In 1969, Los Angeles, a former Western star and his longtime stunt double struggle to find success in Hollywood that they don't recognize anymore. And it's around the Tate murders. So is the Tate murders just a coincidence of what's going on with their characters? I don't know. That's what mm. worries me. If this is a basic Tarantino, con- like just a comedy of errors and they stumble upon this cult, Manson cult or something, I don't know. Yeah, it comes it's out. got me worried. It comes out July 26th next year. But people are calling it the Manson movie. But they said it only focuses on that for a sh- not the whole movie, maybe? 
I don't know. It's it. I'm really worried about it because this is still a a sore subject in American pop culture because you know, she was pregnant and oh. a lot of people died in that house. She's and very up and coming too. Very up and coming. She had a famous husband, Roman Polanski, who was mm-hmm. also had his problems. No, you know way more about this than I do. I don't know anything about about this. You know, he, he didn't know that he was married married to Roman Polanski. No, I didn't know any of this. I don't even know. I, well, I didn't. I never looked on any. The reason I know so much about Charles Manson is because of a podcast you recommended to me called Crap. Dang it! What's it called? Crap! Dang it! It's pretty good, actually. Manson. I know. It's, it's very well done. <laughs> no, it's the one that talks about old Hollywood, though. At you. Oh, Hollywood Crime? No. It just talks about old Hollywood in general. Shoot. You don't remember what it's called, Jermont? Let me... Was it off of... I heard it off of Bizarre States, but I don't remember what it's called. I'm going to look it up and Great. back to you. Great. Because it taught me a lot about people I've only heard about in name in no, in no other way. So I'm sorry you had such a small knowledge base on this, my topic. Yeah, I can only go off of Quentin Tarantino's competency as a director. But what I'm saying is, if it's a true crime film, I got problems with that. If it's a comedy of errors movie where, you know, like a Pulp Fiction, a Reservoir Dogs, something like that, where it's just like a background, a backdrop to his story, then that probably would be good. Because... He did take Inglorious Bastards and make a good movie out of it, I think, personally. And that's so that is a true an alternate story. history thing. That is. So know. I assume he's going to do that with this movie, where I could see him having Catherine Tate as a main character, maybe. Maybe not a background character. And then having the murder take place along with other things happening in the narrative. It's just connected somehow. It might not be the main focus of the movie, but it's something that might be a catalyst or a MacGuffin to move the plot forward or something. Hmm. I don't know. I haven't even we haven't even seen trailers yet, and we're speculating yeah. on this movie. Yeah, I, I haven't seen trailers. Like I vaguely know what you're talking about. I really haven't seen any trailers about it though. This might be a controversial statement, but I'm not the biggest Quentin Tarantino fan. That's okay. That's okay. okay. I just didn't know that about you. Um, You're no longer my brother, by the way. I I own every film he's ever made, but I can see how somebody doesn't appreciate it. Mm. Or not appreciate it, because everybody can appreciate it, but be a fan. Mm. You know, like, I'm a a Tarantino fan, and I'm also a Scorsese fan. Yeah. But Mm. I don't like everything Scorsese's ever done. Yeah. I, I guess I can say I get it. I just don't enjoy it nearly as much as everyone else does. Well, what movies have you watched by him, then, that gave you that opinion? Inglorious, pretty much all the ones y'all said. Okay, here's a better question. Are you a fan of cinema pre-1960? Yes. Like what? Well, you put me on the spot. No, I know you like like the Twilight Zone. Yeah, Hitchcock. Yeah, the the first thing that popped in my head was... uh, Okay. I don't even know if that's for uh, 1960, but uh, uh, like Lolita, his, like uh, it's like like Kubrick uh, and Hitchcock and yeah, Lolita yeah, and uh, oh, I think Casablanca is the most overrated film ever made. Really, I haven't seen oh, yeah. it. <laughs> I haven't don't seen it. it. I, I mean, you're not 
I wouldn't say like it's it's a movie that is spoilable. No, no, no. She gets on the plane. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. no, you ruined it. <laughs> why would you ever watch it? Why? Why is Wario talking to me? Yeah, David, David, are you? Is it really taking I'm, you this I'm, long? I'm still investigating that podcast because it's gonna drive me crazy if I don't figure it out. It's been why? like it's why? been like four minutes, dude. Like, what are you doing? I uh, am multitasking. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> um, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Come on, guys. That's uh, the name of the podcast. <laughs> Breakfast at Tiffany. No, the same word movies. Oh, okay. oh. but I think I'm, I think a person that doesn't like classic cinema can't like not can't like but it's harder to like Tarantino if you're not I think it's more like it's over the top violence and gore it turns me off because I don't I don't appreciate that as much as you like that in horror no not really I don't like slasher films at all because they're just they're just oh I'm gonna you get an eye okay I'm dead but David, you watched every single Friday okay, the Thirteenth. Those were horror comedies, slasher oh. comedies. That's different. Are you Tommy Wusoing the? <laughs> oh, David, it's called "You Must Remember This Podcast," the podcast you're looking for. Yeah, you're right. It is "You Must Remember This." You're right. I'm not going to tell you how I knew that, but <laughs> I'm glad you remembered it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't think he did remember it. What? My wife's not here. <laughs> I don't listen to it anymore, so I wasn't able to find David, it. David, it took her like two seconds. What could have taken you so long? Well, because I'm not subscribed to it anymore, so I didn't know where it was. First Quentin Tarantino, now this. I didn't know you can unsubscribe from a podcast. I have 103 subscriptions. No. Oh, I've subscribed <laughs> to all kinds of stuff. But I okay. Did you, David? Did you watch like Django Unchained? And I haven't seen Django. It did look good. I just haven't seen it. But hateful eight. No. Hmm. Watch Django first. Definitely, Django's a better movie. I mean, did you see like Reservoir Dogs or Jack Brown? Pulp Fiction? I I haven't seen Reservoir Dogs in so long. Okay, I say that, but I feel like there are films of his I've seen that I I did appreciate. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just those specific over-the-top gore violence films. Well, he's only made a couple of those. Okay. Because Kill Bill is, like, comically over-the-top. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to look like an anime. Right, right. That scene on purpose is supposed to look like an anime. And that's why there's the switch to black and white when the fight starts. Mm-hmm. On purpose. So right. it looks like pages out of an old manga. That's cool. But that's right. the, but I can see I, how the over-the-topness of it would turn you off. I don't think he's going to handle the source material of this new movie with any... You know, it's Quentin Tarantino. He always has a goofy... I don't want to say goofy, but he's always doing something that's humorous in his movies. So He, right. doesn't, he doesn't finesse a script. Yeah. It's going to be I, in your face. It's going to be hardcore. And that mm-hmm. could that could push people's buttons. Yeah. Like if he shows the actual murder. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Like that, that doesn't need to be, happen. No, yeah. Too, because she was pregnant. Right. We don't need that. But yeah. I could say that I actually think he is evolving as a, as a filmmaker. And that he's learning from stuff he's done. And, try, and taking more risks. 
narratively, especially with Hateful Eight, because there was a lot of dialogue. That, yeah, that whole, say, whole movie's uh, dialogue. You know, like, I don't. You're a TV fan, I'm sure. Um, yeah, a bottle mm-hmm. episode. The Hateful Eight was a bottle episode. Hmm. One setting, one room. Yeah, yeah that's I mean, true. That's, yeah, that's I actually went to shoot that movie in in the style that he did with these seventy year old Panavision cameras, and it yeah. it looked incredible. It did look awesome. It was visually amazing. I actually did want to watch a movie. I was not aware that it was a Tarantino film. Yes, it's really good. Oh, I also don't like classic Western movies at all. I hate them, and I think they're boring. So uh, I think there's about ten that you would really like. I liked the one that I, I did can, like. I is, can give you a list of ten that you would really like. I liked Tombstone was the first movie I liked. El Diablo, I liked. But that was more of a comedy. I don't, I don't, I don't even remember it, honestly. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. What about Shazam? 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 It's not a Western? What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, that's Shazam. Like, <laughs> the, team, that, the guy, the actor played in a Western. I don't remember what it was, but I was stupid. I, I actually did really like Shazam a lot as a child. I thought it was a great, mm. fun movie as a kid. <laughs> and I wanted a radio that would give me a genie and grant me wishes. You're thinking of Kazam, not Shazam. Kazam. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. One had superhero. One had what's right. his name in it. Um, had uh, that other comedian in it. It's not a real movie. Three Amigos. No, Three Amigos is great. Oh yeah, I love Three Amigos. I guess that is a western. Mm-hmm. And uh, Blazing Saddles, awesome. Yeah, awesome movie. Really what about? Uh, you need to see Three Ten to Yuma. I saw the remake to Three Ten to Yuma and I liked it. It's really good. I love the remake. I love. I'm loving. Western movies now, like um, uh, the one with the oil or something. Oh, There Will Be Blood? Yeah, There Will Be Blood was great. And Three Ten the Yuma. And the other one, that was a remake of the Word of God Talk Like This the whole time or whatever. Oh, True Grit. Yeah, True Grit was, was awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah that like was True so Grit. good. Was that Jeff Bridges? Yeah, that was mm-hmm. Jeff Bridges. Yeah, that was so good. That's Cullen Brothers. Oh, yeah. 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 They're, they're another one, like, I like some of theirs and I don't like, because it actually made me think of No Country for Old Men. I didn't like that movie oh. nearly as much as I like True Grit. No. Oh. The reason no I... No Country for Old Men is... Ah, I love that movie. I didn't know if I liked it, but then I just kept thinking about it. Like, three weeks later, I was still thinking about that movie. And I was like, well, if, <laughs> I must have liked it if I'm still pondering what it meant and all the visuals that were in it and that freaking villain was amazing or whatever you would call him he's um, a monster he's yeah a crazy i keep forgetting he's in so many other movies as a bad guy too yeah that specific actor so, okay i have okay just to, well just to end it i i'm gonna be um optimistic i mean i would be changing topics but christopher nolan did disappoint me in his last movies Maybe one or That's two, true. I think. And I had faith in him, so, I mean... Wait, Dunkirk? Oh, I hadn't seen Dunkirk, actually. Oh, neither. Yeah. You just need to see that. Um, like, turn your speakers all the way up, because that is a quiet movie, except for the planes and bombs and bullets. Hmm. There's not a lot of dialogue. It is That is a fascinating movie. It's not the visual showcase that Dark Knight is or Interstellar is. It's a really personal movie, even though there's multiple storylines. Yeah, that it's it's flipping back and forth between. Hmm. It's but it's really really engaging. Hmm. It's like a grunge song. It's quiet and loud. And <laughs> yeah, 
great. I man. mean, I just forgot about it. I mean, it's always like in my periphery. I just never think to watch it. But man, Inception was with not Inception. I love Inception. Interstellar was just so boring to me. I just it it, 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 it was like forty five minutes too long. Yeah, McConaughey's acting in it is unbelievable. I think his acting was right. really, really good in it, but I just... I, I think, uh, just like throwing it out there, I think McConaughey has one of my favorite acting performances ever in Dallas Buyers Club. I haven't seen that yet either. <laughs> you need to see that. Yeah. I saw stuff around that. Like, I saw the one where he's, like, hunting for gold or whatever. I saw that movie. No one watched that movie. That one came out semi-recently. But yeah, I man, I need to see it. I heard it was really good. A lot of people. Definitely. No. Huh. All right, David. That's why he was so skinny in uh in Wolf of Wall Street. Oh yeah, Wolf of Wall Street was so good. Yeah, Man. that's why he looked like a skeleton in that movie because he was just coming off the Dallas Buyers Club where he lost all kinds of weight. David, have you seen Wolf of Wall Street? Oh man, I think you'd like it a lot. I actually think you'd like it a lot. There's a lot of f bombs in that. One. Yeah, there's it's a lot funny of funny because like funny. a lot of these films that I haven't seen that we've discussed. A lot of them have DiCaprio in it, and I don't think that's for a reason. It's just something I noticed. <laughs> like, some of his better performances, too. I think he's only got two bad performances. Really? Mm-hmm. Great Gatsby on the beach. And not Titanic. Titanic was Titanic. one of the worst <laughs> acting I've ever seen come out of it. I never count Titanic. It's just like this big thing on the back. It's, it's not a movie. It's an it's experience. Like an experience. Yeah. No, it's it's like a it's like a Six Flags ride. It's not something that you're sure. supposed to sit in your in your living room and watch it on TBS on a Wednesday night. It's something that that we got to experience in '97 or '96, whenever it came out. Was it '97? Yeah, it sounds right. Oh, no. I was very young, so it had to. Be yeah, but it was there. just it was something for the time. It shouldn't be remembered as as much as it is. It was the Terminator of the 1990s. It was, it was, yeah, it was the Terminator. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was more Terminator than Terminator 3 that I think came out in the 90s. And also, that's, I think, the first movie I've ever seen. Uh, Dude who does all the Tim Burton movies. Wow. People are going to judge me really hard right now. You know his name, you're just not saying it. Wait, Johnny what are you talking The cap? Johnny Depp, yep. Oh, Johnny Depp, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know what he was talking about. Okay, are we done with that topic? Yeah, well, that's the problem with movie topics. We can talk about them. Oh, I know. I was like, man, we're kind of spiraling out of control, but um, that's <laughs> Well, fine. I have two possible spinoff topics because of what we just talked about. Dang, They're David. both separate topics that I picked way before. David, just pick one. Why do you keep asking us stuff? <laughs> just pick I one. Just saying, I, if we're doing one for podcast. God, it's like you guys are related, man. Yeah. Fight like brothers. Yeah. Wow. All right. So I'm going to go with number two. This is the more psychological. You just had, had to bring up poop enough. again in this podcast. Huh? I said you had to bring up poop again in this podcast. I do have to bring poop. He's making it sound like he's got a big whiteboard behind him. <laughs> <laughs> he should. He's pointing at it with a laser phone. Yeah. Like, there's this. Okay, so we mentioned briefly scary movies, so that's my side thing. So what is it about scary movies that make people want to watch them? Someone 
actually legitimately asked this question to me and I had to sit there and think about it. For people who don't like being scared, for people who don't enjoy oh! uh, whoops. For people who don't it was enjoy a ghost. The, yeah, ghosts throwing things around the bedroom and uh, just things popping out and freaking you out, which not every horror movie is about that. But like what is it about scary movies that draws people in? To like want to watch them and keep them coming back for more. I know Jermont. I, I know you like scary movies. I have a very <laughs> easy answer to that, actually. Really? Yep. Because like, when I go home at night and it's rainy, I want to watch a scary movie. Yes. But I feel like there's different reasons for different people. So I guess it's more of an open-ended question. Well, my answer is because I also do Haunted House and Halloween ended up becoming like my favorite holiday. It used to be Christmas and it's an autumn and Halloween are becoming like my favorite times of year now just because the weather's perfect. The reason I love watching horror movies and I like going to horror houses, horror, <laughs> horror houses, <laughs> um, <laughs> scary, spooky it all, houses. It all comes out. It's a different topic. Yeah. <laughs> so if you ever go to a horror house, you have to tip them. The, um, <laughs> it, the, the simple answer is it's fun. I have a lot of fun watching horror movies because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know where the mm. scares are going to come from. And you're sitting there in anticipation of like what's going to happen. And that's why I like going through the spooky houses just because you don't know who's going to jump out at you. And it's fun to sit yeah. in that anticipation and you're kind of daring the movie uh, to scare you. Like, okay, how scary are you going to be? And you sit back with that expectation. Or at least that's what I do. I sit back and wait for it mm -hmm. to affect me. And that, to me, that's that's how I kind of quantify good horror movies. Even if the acting's kind of bad sometimes, if they scare me good or if they're funny, then I'm like, yeah, that was a great movie. I had fun, you know, watching mm -hmm. Jason, you know, chase these people around. Or like the first Halloween movie is great because they build that anticipation of Mike Myers following her around and you never mm. know when he's going to pop out and, and stab her or when he's going to get her. So the whole time I'm watching any horror movie, that's what I'm going through. So yeah, I just think it's fun. Uh, I think it's two things. I think it's fun. Simple answer. But I also think there's that human, that human emotion of like watching, like wanting to see the car, like yeah. watching the train crash, you know, see how far the media can go. I think, like two good examples would be like the Evil Dead remake. Yeah. Oh man. Um, yeah. Which I love that remake. It's really good, but it's hard to watch if you're. Yeah. Squeamish. Yeah. And then, like the psychological horror would be the complete opposite. It's that. It's that build up. It's that anticipation for that endorphin release at mm. the moment where you know where where you're meant to be. Yeah, like Baba Duke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I didn't, I didn't really like Baba Duke. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Well, that's the, uh, the reason I like watching the original It, and I still, to an extent, like it better than the new It. The new It's great. Like, I really enjoyed the new It. But the, the thing about the original was, is it was less about the, you know, war or just like the jump scares. It didn't even have any that I can think of at the moment, or it was really a true, like, jump scare moment. Yeah, it the shower, was the shower drain. Yeah, but he, he didn't like just during. instantly. Yeah, he didn't jump at the camera. It was, you it saw was him slow coming. and intentional. Yeah. Uh, the 
the clown genuinely disturbed me in the first one. Like, especially when I was younger watching it for the first time. Oh, he could jack me up whenever he wants to. And he... And I think that goes along with the Tim Curry performance. Oh, absolutely. That is what I was leading into. Because Tim Curry just did such an amazing job of being, like, manipulative and daunting and just messing with them psychologically and disturbing. And the new it... And the new it is disturbing, but my roommate and I actually were talking about this. It's more like a mad dog charging you versus like someone messing with your mind to get what they want. Hmm. Yes. It wasn't as focused per kid as it was in the original TV movie. Right. It was more like, here's what you're scared of. Yeah. Right in their face, as opposed Mm -hmm. to the buildup that it was with the Tim Curry performance, where it's like, here, I'm showing you what you're scared of, but I'm not slamming you with it. Yeah. Yeah, one of them was jumping at you, the other one was waving at you, you know? Yeah. He was always going, hey, yeah. I'm scary over here, you know? And you just sit and watch him <laughs> be like, oh, man, you are scary. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess just more of the reason that, that why I brought that question up in the first place is because some people just have this stigma of people who don't like being scared or, like, there's something mentally wrong with people who enjoy horror movies because they like being disturbed or they like being scared. I don't know. I, but I, I agree with both of you on a certain extent. It's but there's people that listen to true crime podcasts that don't watch horror films. That, I do both. I, I do like true crime. Yeah, me stuff. too. Yeah. Uh, me three. I guess the reality of horror as opposed to the the fantasy horror of, of motion pictures and right. comics and movies and, bo- and books and stuff. Well, I've been I've been watching the Keepers uh, documentary. It's it's a new one on Netflix and it's really messed up. And yeah, um, it's, whew, it's crazy. And I'm finding I watched that one in the staircase recently. And I'm finding when I'm watching it, I'm just like on the edge of having a panic attack watching true crime because it it really happened and it upsets me that there's real evil in the world. And when I'm watching horror movies, I could take myself out of that mindset and be like. I'm safe. I know I'm and then when they jump at me, it's only like for a split second. And then when that's done, I feel I'm like, oh yeah, that was just fun. Or yeah, that was whatever. Because I feel yeah. safe the whole time. But when I'm watching like true crime, I'm just upset the whole time. I'm just like, yeah. this sucks, they suck. I can't believe this happened. I can't believe people are like this. It's just a different experience altogether. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing that sucks about paranormal movies is like even if you don't believe in ghosts, you're like, well, it could be true. This could possibly happen to me. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I, when told, you're I think at, I told you, Mark, I don't like ghost stories. Um, I just don't. They don't do anything for me. Uh, yeah, I disagree. Uh, yeah, I I think ghosts used to freak me out too because, like David said, it would to me that's more believable than you know slasher film even though slasher films you could say came from true crime stuff that happened yeah psychopathy is more scary than yeah a a bump in the night you know yeah right and i think that the reason i think ghost movies could be more scary i have more genuine realistic fear after watching a documentary on how someone murdered a bunch of people and how easy it was than, you know, a ghost possibly, you know, dragging me out of my bed in the middle of the night. 
Mm-hmm. But, you know, when I'm home alone, it both, both times is why I have that fear is because I'm vulnerable. And there's nothing I can do about it. There, there's stuff I can do to try to prevent it, but ultimately, if it wants, like, there's not a whole lot I can do about it. Yeah, like, turn your lights on, don't put your feet over the bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stuff, things under my bed. Yeah. Like, yeah nothing, can get <laughs> no, ain't no, nothing getting under my bed, man. Yeah. <laughs> a little Nintendo under there and a bunch of wires. Oh. Stockpile of guns, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a good topic. Are you done with yours? Yeah. yeah My, mine's going to be real lame compared to your two, two <laughs> topics. It is movie-related, though. So I'm not sure if this is true or not or what I remember of it, but at some point someone was making a Lord of the Rings television show? Or am I making that oh, yeah. up? Uh, I heard it was Amazon. Are, are they making it? That's what I heard. Okay, so my question is related to that. If you were to make a Lord of the Rings TV show, how would you make that good? Because I don't know. Unless you try to make it like Game of Thrones, I, in my brain, it's hard for me to grasp like Middle Earth. It's this big epic thing, but then when you put something that big to television, unless it's on like HBO... But even then, it could have some corny, dumb thing. Because even Game of Thrones has some corny, dumb stuff in it. You know, and even The Hobbit was terrible. But how do you get it to basically be Lord of the Rings and not The Hobbit and make it be good? You know what I mean? I think you do what they did with Shadow of Mordor. And you take a story and set it in that universe that is not part of the source material but can move and flow independently in that source material. Yeah, that, that, that's kind of what I was wondering. If, is it a, the Lord of the Rings story, or is it just they can't uh, Lord, a Middle Earth tale? Hmm. I think it has to be something like that. It's got to be like they did in Shadow of Mordor. It's a new guy, nowhere in the story, but throw him in the middle of the Battle of the Five Armies. Throw him in Minas Tirith, during during the Mordor raids, you know, just yeah. Don't don't try to lock down yourself with source material. Like, don't cast a a, a Frodo that you have to tell the story again that the, the trilogy already told. But have it set in that universe during that time. Familiar characters, everybody knows. I think it could there's, work. There's a lot they can pull from from the Song Marillion too. I don't think that's what they're going to do. Because they would... Too many names, languages. Yeah. Because they they have a lot of just random stories in there. But I want to say, I heard somewhere, it had something to do with actually one of the stories from the Silmarillion, which was the... In the Lord of the Rings, it it was just like a folk song at that point. But it was about the love story between the two people. Yeah. um, Oh, no. No. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm reading up on what it could be, but go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's what uh, Tolkien put on his him and his wife's uh, tombstones, actually. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Baron and Luthien. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think... I mean, I heard that's what it could be. I don't, I don't know if that's true. I don't oh. believe most of the rumors are here. Yeah, there's, and there's all kind of other side books that uh, Christopher Tolkien finished, like Joseph yeah. Yeah. Here. So, I mean, there's stuff there that they can use, just don't retell the trilogy. Yeah. 
Sometimes I hope it's... that's not what it is. I really do. So it is confirmed that Lord of the Rings TV show will be a prequel, and they're saying that it could possibly be a young Aragorn story. Oh. And because he's already 87 by the time of the Fellowship, that they have years of his life that they can draw like off of. So much cooler stuff that they can I, do I know. Prior to the Hobbit. I know. Yeah. Because yeah. none of the actors who played in the other movie said that they would be in it. But let's even say that this this is what's going to happen. It's a young Aragorn story, like young Indiana Jones. How do you make that good? How do you possibly... Because I, I don't know if it's going to be... And Peter Jackson will be involved, actually, believe it or not. But he was involved in The Hobbit as well, which wasn't great. So I, is it going to be good? But, how, but I think it... Whatever, but how could you make it good? That's my question. How could you possibly make it good? Everything I hated about The Hobbit was stuff that they just threw in there. It had nothing to do with the story and wasn't relevant to the overall point of the quest. Yeah. Uh, so that's what scares me, is they're going to make up a totally new story. They're not going to do a good job of it. They're not going to do a good job researching it. And they're going to cast dorky, handsome... Yeah. Weird guy. Well, my play. phone has not been yeah. ringing. Uh, they yeah. Yet, <laughs> yeah. uh, Nick, okay. I'd watch it if you were in it. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, they've been asking for headshots, so I got to get paid from it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, with the glasses off. Yeah, glasses off. Definitely. Contacts. Aragorn, definitely more glasses. I don't know, man. It could be good. As, if Peter Jackson wasn't attached, it could be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did a good job with the Lord of the Rings, but the Hobbit. Then he got was, greedy and he started throwing yeah. all the, the necromancer stuff. And, mm-hmm. Well, like yeah. they wanted, they had to push it out to three movies because they wanted another trilogy. They wanted right. money. Yeah, which and it I, shouldn't have been a trilogy. It's one last, book. The last film I think lost money because. <laughs> really? <laughs> I really think it did. That's awesome. Man, that last movie. The uh, the advertising budget pushed it over the the threshold of making money. Wow. Man. That's how how DC keeps losing money on movies. Yeah. But, like, what's crazy, I think I hate the Hobbit movies more than I hate Episode 1, 2, and 3, actually. I I actually think I hate them more. Because I can actually sit through episode three and be okay. Like, and not, like, just sit there and see the anger the whole time. Like Anakin did in the movie. Anyway, um, (laughs) (laughs) terrible joke. But The Hobbit was, it's so bad in every single scene. Similar to episode one, but, like, even the action scenes suck. There's nothing in The Hobbit movies that I felt was good. Maybe the first one when all the dwarves are singing that song about the mountain. I was like the only part of legs, really. Yeah. Wow, I it was shot poorly. It was shot at sixty frames per second. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Was so it stupid. Looks like trash. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh man, and the dwarves just weren't done correctly. In my, they were all no. trying to be goofy, Gimli. Hey, they're very carefree. Yeah, emo open shield. Yeah, so they should have been more reflective and they should have been they should have been both angry and you know solemn and humble at the same time 
You know what I yeah. mean? They should have been more um, contemplative than goofy. And maybe have, like, two dwarves be goofy, you know? like Yeah, and well, in the book, you know, Thorin just kind of takes advantage of Bilbo. Yeah. You know, in the, the happenstance around Bilbo, Thorin just takes advantage of it. Yeah. It's not Thorin in the movies. Yeah. He's just a Yeah. That's true. And I didn't like... Frodo, I mean Bilbo in the Lord, I mean in the Hobbit movies, because he I liked him in the first movie. Yeah, he was great in the first movie, and then it got it, it got worse as the trilogy yeah. on. It it was almost like why do you need him after a certain point? Because like in the second one, like it should have been him and Smog, and that was it. And then they all have this weird, stupid, oh, goofy battle man. in his lair that shouldn't have. Oh, the statue and the gold I, I think about that scene more than any other scene in the whole series. And it's so appalling and bad. They're like, oh, we need to give Benedict Cumberbatch more time to talk or more lines. So we're going to have him chase him around and go, I'm going to get you. Like, <laughs> Why did they have to mocap that performance? Oh, they did? <laughs> they mocap the small performance. Yeah. Oh. That's terrible. That's, that's like another $30 million on the budget. Uh, you just wanted to outdo Andy Serdakis or whatever his name. Andy Serkis. I mean, <laughs> not Andy Serdakis. That's actually a different human being altogether. But man, the Planet of the Apes movies were awesome. Planet <laughs> 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 of the Apes movies, the new ones are actually really good. I really enjoyed the ride of those movies. Um, but yeah, so y'all have no hope for Lord of the Rings TV show. Now that I know the premise, no What was that, David? Skeptical at best. Mm. Yeah. Okay, well, that's the end of my... <laughs> not as good. <laughs> Weirdly not as depressing as the stuff we talked about, or whatever y'all talked about, but... Um, yeah. It's, still... it's funny how the... Like, what's the first episode where we did all video games related? Mm, I did yeah, comic did books. Related? Yeah. Oh, no, you did comics. Okay, never mind. And we're talking about Taco Bell. Taco Bell. So what, what, what's our last weird topic going to be, David? I guess that'll be you, Nate. <laughs> yeah, the go-to. <laughs> the go-to weird, the weird topic person. Um, I have a random comment, and I, from my research, I know what the word bump stands for. When people put bump in threads, oh, and that could put it back to the top. Yeah, I know. I just, I never knew why people did that. Because you never sold anything on Facebook. No. Never. And uh, what? I mean, I guess I have a segue kind of from my topic, not to overdo y'all topic. Uh, scary video games compared to scary movies. No. Uh, m- more on the psychological level, though. Because a movie, you're experiencing it. There's nothing you can do. In a video game, you have unlimited tries. Even if you, you're the one in the driver's seat, you know. You, if you do the same thing 20 times in a row, it's not scary anymore. Right. I think so, I like I like some horror games, but I don't seek out the horror genre. Right. And most of the horror stuff I have is more action-oriented. That's true. The only games I really played that were just for not so much action were the Silent Hill games. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say like Amnesia, uh, Dark Amnesia, Machine, right? Yeah, Machine for Pigs. 
That Those games are fine, but I don't. I didn't like that. I couldn't even play Outlast because all you're doing is running around collecting stuff, and I just I couldn't get into it compared to the other games, I guess. Because in a real life situation, you wouldn't just let the monster get you. I guess I don't know. You yeah, could argue that isolation is kind of like that too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could argue that's what the Silent Hill games are. You're just running around getting stuff. Yeah, there's puzzles and stuff. And stuff. Yeah. And you could beat them to death. Yeah, and Resident Evil to. as well. Yeah, with, with a piece of wood and a nail yeah. in it. <laughs> I'm disappointed, David. I thought this topic was going to be about food again. So I'm very, I'm very I can I can make you. more topics about food. No, I I can make more topics about food, but um, we all could make. But that was yeah, our I'm, last. I'm cooking now. Oh, there's I know. Cooking in the kitchen. Our our next episode should be just about food. <laughs> That'd be great. All right, I, food review. Yes. All right, I think I've seen the episode. I think that was good. Um, I enjoyed it. Do Do y'all have anything to plug or to say before we leave? I am going to be working Monday through Friday, seven to four, mm-hmm. all week. Mm-hmm. David, <laughs> I'm gonna also be working, mm-hmm. but eight to five, mm-hmm. and I kind of want to go play the Slenderman game, even though it's terrible. But I'm in the mood for a scary game. Mm. I watched the Slenderman movie, and it was really, really, really bad. It was one of the I worst movies I, I have it. ever seen I it was, in yeah. my entire I life. That was the worst trailer I'd ever seen in my life. Jeez. I think I told you that whenever I've seen it. Yes. Uh, it was uh, the worst trailer. It was because because of the controversy that happened, they did, couldn't show gore in it. So any violence they took out of it. That it was. Fun for a it was. And there was nothing happened. You didn't know the characters. There was no plot. It was just yeah. some, some random stuff happening on film. Go to Game Rating Reviews. All social medias. And I guess better luck next time. Better luck next time. We'll do better. We'll do better we'll next do time. We'll do way better. We'll talk about food